1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people
3: today. When the three planets are in eclipse, the black hole like a door is open. Evil comes, spreading terror and chaos. See the snake, Billy. The ultimate evil. Make sure you get the snake. Yes, I've got your snakes. I got all the snakes. So when is this snake act supposed to occur? Huh? Well, uh, if this is the five, and this is the one... Every 5,000 years...
2: Meet Popsicle. (laughs) This is Film Sack.
3: Oh, sure.
2: Hello everyone and welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack episode 421 and we are continually mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. I'm Scott Johnson joined today by Brian. He's only here because he remembered
1: to bring his multi-pass done away. Multi-pass. Multi-pass. Oh hi. Hi. This week on Film Sack. Oh, hold on a second. What's that? I told you I do not want to be disturbed while recording the podcast. Oh, the angry ball from space? He's on the phone, you say. Oh, he's so angry, but so polite. Oh, hi, Mr. Shadow. Oh, no, you're not disturbing me. Like I have said the last time you called, I don't know it, Mr. Zorg, and the only stones I have are the ones they took out with my gallbladder. Maybe you need an extra digit in there next time you dial out, like a plus one for area code, but an additional plus one for space. Look, I gotta go. My forehead is leaking some kind of molasses. This ain't normal. I haven't had molasses in years. Get it off, <laughs> man! The future is ugly.
2: <laughs> yeah, it is. It really, is you're ugly. right. It is. Uh, also, with us, uh, Randy. This movie did not predict Uber and Lyft. Jordan.
4: Aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian, Randy. Did I ever tell you boys about the time I was the owner operator of the most successful taxi cab company in New York City? Nope. <clears throat> yep. Well, I'm gonna tell a you about it now okay uh, uh oh oh <laughs> you know what i'm not gonna tell you about it i'm gonna give you my secrets to success so you too can blah 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 number one only hire formal former special forces slash hero types to drive your cabs Chicken. they have a jane a sec that you can only get from a driver who takes risks desperately needs therapy and refuses to go to therapy number two Install some sort of tracking system that automatically scores their bad driving. But configure it so it makes no sense. Someone else hits you while you're driving safely, you lose 10 points. You side-slap the police while they were stopped in the McDonald's titty (laughs) drive-thru, lose only one point. (laughs) Number three, call up your drivers and talk to them all personal-like. They ain't getting therapy, so you'll have to do. Ask them how it's going finding a girl, but only do that first thing in the morning on the day they find a girl. You're magic.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Wow. Yep, yep. That's fantastic. That guy really gets yep. around this guy. This, uh, I know. This character. I, I think he's, uh, he's a mo- one of the most. Uh... <laughs> well-experienced uh, people in all of Hollywood. It's fantastic.
0: <laughs> the jobs this uh, guy has held.
2: It's insane.
0: Yeah. And finally, <laughs> Brian... <laughs> Ibbit. Wait, does that mean I'm supposed to shut up? I don't know. No, you gotta stay. Cl- Corbin, it's your mother. I don't know why I bother. I don't even know why I gave birth to you, ungrateful monster. How could you go off to in Paradise and leave your mother behind? It's like the time you went off to that lavish Christmas party in that office tower in Los Angeles to see your estranged wife. Did I get an invite? No, you hateful slob. Remember when you were in that championship boxing match and you hit your opponent so hard you killed him even though the gang boss told you to take a dive? I should have gotten ringside tickets to that, you, you spiteful monster. Sometimes I wish you were dead, like that time you were dead and you didn't even know it but that little kid knew it because he had that power what was it called oh yeah look who's talking to forget the fact that I sound like a 25 year old woman with a strong Jewish accent by the way did you know our family name is really Dallas <laughs> wow
3: oh, you really I buried, buried the lead dog. there that's insane
2: <laughs> so you know what you touched on my least favorite thing in the movie <laughs> that's great I'm yes. glad you brought it up it'll come up again yes. because of all the things in the movie that I think are the worst things it's that. The movie it we're talking that. about is The Fifth Element, by the way, everybody. Oh, yeah, that's right. We finally got around to it. You're all sitting there thinking 10 years of Film Sack, and they're just finally getting The Fifth Element done. Yeah, damn straight we are. Uh, there's yeah. lots of reasons. I remember. It's mostly
1: because the streaming services keep going, you want to watch The Fifth Element? Here's right. two weeks. Yeah.
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. And then they <laughs> the yoink time's it.
1: Sometimes click it away. Yeah. But not only that, I
2: remember one time. It was maybe available or we were discussing it, and then we kind of were like, I don't know, we all like that movie. Should we? Should we not? And it just feels like it was going to languish in potential uh you know the potential zone forever right and no it's here and it doesn't signal the end of film sack some people have said oh that'll be the day they end that'll be the final thing <laughs> yeah. nope it's not that either it's just another episode but uh it is finally here the fifth element and uh if you were wondering if we'd ever get to this luke Besson directed film with bruce willis mila jovovich and gary oldman well hot damn he, today's your lucky day because
4: it's
1: here it's we here it. i got my multi-pass yeah. and i'm ready to go
4: yeah we did it freaking, uh, it's it's funny that those are the three people because now now that we've we've passed the lord of the rings i'm like freaking bilbo baggins is in this movie mm-hmm. yeah Come on, guys yeah yeah bilbo baggins, yeah, bilbo baggins. True story
2: yeah a mm-hmm. little right. blade runner yeah. in old there even, With even the, old, not young home. bilbo but old
0: bilbo right right. Yeah. right right
2: right but you got your uh you yeah. know ash
0: <laughs> he's ash too oh
2: he is ash
1: Oh, that's right yeah Forgot about that. And during in ninety seven, Chris Tucker was a was a name that that was you know hot and on fire. Right now, uh, this far in the future, Mm. Eh, how you doing? I know, yeah,
3: Yeah. not
0: as much. Waiting around for uh, the next Jackie Chan buddy cop film, right? Somebody told me they're
2: working on that. That's a thing that's happening. Oh
0: no, really?
2: Yeah. Well, I don't know (laughs) where I heard that. They might it might even be on IMDb by now. But I think there is something in the works where he's going to make a little bit of a comeback. But my understanding is that he uh, had some kind of Hollywood one of those one of them Hollywood breakdown types and went ah, I need some time and he got away and then became a, like a born again Christian or something and now he won't do any like uh, any of the
1: dirty humor I don't yeah I don't oh, blame really? him because they were they were chewing him up and spitting him out at one point in time I mean Chris oh, Tucker yeah. was oh, yeah, yeah, a, yeah. in a lot of places and you know he's really energetic in this as as Ruby Rod and also probably one of the most polarizing aspects of this movie usually it's like you either fall one one side of the other whether or not you like this movie and chris tucker is right in the middle of that mix of what I, he's the crazy I, I, like I don't yeah. ever
4: hear from people who hate the movie though like i feel like this yeah, is the yeah. most yeah. trope laden schlocky movie that everyone loves mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like, all of our like people. It, it, uh, anything chris tucker for instance he plays this trope of this thing that appears in the middle and then somehow survives through and ends up in the in the climax in the final scene. Yeah. And it's like, what's he doing there? It's that's the trope. You find a guy, you find a rando along the way. And even though everybody else has to perform heroics, he somehow survives. And it's fun and funny. And I'm glad yeah. he's there at the end. I know?
1: was yeah. I was right. I was so worried because my fiancee, who likes a lot of fantasy stuff, but she's not a big sci fi fan. I was worried. I've been, I've been putting this off for a while. I wanted her to watch the fifth element so I could get her take on it. And I was like, Oh, she's just going to hate it. Yeah. She's just going to absolutely just, it's going to, Chris Tucker is going to drive her crazy. She loved mm-hmm. it. Yeah. She loved this movie. And yeah, I, was never, I was shocked. It. Yeah. Never seen it. Is it is a film
0: that, um, for the most part, with the exception of, you know, the, the, uh, supernatural aspect of the stones, you could just do this in current day New York. And then they move to like club med or, or, you know, mm-hmm. some, yeah, yeah. The, the terrorists are taking over club Med, <laughs> and he has to,
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd you know, like to see you're that right.
2: too you're right that is basically the template but what i think mm-hmm. sticks out for me why it works for me is this mobius like art style
0: yeah that well, is not, everywhere not just mobius like it is mobius
2: well literally mobius yeah i shouldn't i shouldn't yeah. say like but <laughs> but Luc basson a french director who you know tapped all that sort of stuff also the trivia talks a bunch about how he you know this has been a story he's had in his head since he was a kid and he finally right. got to to make it in his 30s and and um it, there's some there's an adherence to the to the texture of the of the world that I really like a lot and and it's some of it's ridiculous like the robot suit people creatures that come to save everybody all the time and that walk past uh
0: the mondosh ones yeah, yeah
2: the one that walked past Luke Perry in, in the beginning there right they're just the giant the most, metal turtle people yeah they're the most unmobile hum, uh, creatures in the history of yeah. ever like.
4: Yeah. How, of course, are, you... how are these the protectors of life across the <laughs> right. universe? Right, they can't do <laughs> shit. And how they... do they? And how do they continue to exist? Yeah. like they're like they're like I will give my life so that these doors can close right this minute and not a minute later. Okay, but then like that's one less of you. And who's constructing more?
2: Right, where are the where are you you know, the rest I, of your I people?
0: Because they have
4: they have plus five hundred to their uh, armor. That's why. Yeah, <laughs>
1: that's the, that is the truth. And that was one of the things that used to confuse me about this movie because I remember. Uh, I remember them, uh, you know, reconstructing Lilu, and I was like, "So that's what's in those costumes? Lilu's Miljovitch's?" I'm like, "Yeah, they just I, need I to can, be protected.
2: Her- they got to have all this protection, plus a little weird-looking bird robot head at the
3: top."
0: Like, I Whoa. know what's right. that word. How does Miljovitch's neck and head fit into that little? Uh... <laughs> right.
4: And think, so then, I don't then think I did she does. some I think reading. she's separate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she is. is? Okay,
1: she is the. They at they have her at the beginning in the in the. Uh, sarcophagus she's in there right. and so oh, she's right, not actually right. she's not actually one of them but that was one of those misunderstandings that was on my part i'm oh, like oh right yeah no no, no
2: you're right in fact now that you're saying it it's uh, you're reinforcing something i noticed in my this latest viewing as well and, and then i had forgotten already that that's she's not one of the ones walking like she's not right. one of the ones. And she we- was.
1: She was. Per- she was. She was created right. by these architects. Right. Right. Right.
4: And and I just want to say, like, I really would prefer that we don't pick apart every little scene in the film because you can, uh, yeah. you actually can. Like, it is a very carefree movie. And, and I don't necessarily mean the visual style or the music. Those are just top-notch and very, very good. Mm-hmm. But the plot, the writing, the acting, the directing, it's very carefree. You need to check your brain at the door for this. Oh, my, yes. You,
2: you do, yes, but yeah. you don't need to check your eyes, and that's what—that's why it works ah. for me and still works because it's, it's, uh, it, the design choices are crazy. Like, okay, I'll give you another example, the cop's are Mm -hmm. these, uh, they've decided to make these kind of slob, sweaty cop guys in kind of, sort of, Judge Dredd-looking helmets. And they've got these huge lights on their chest, like one Mm -hmm. big off-centered light uh, just kind of sitting over there. And it's indicative of the whole movie. The whole movie's got design choices that are out of this world and unique. And i never seen anything like them up to the point that I saw this movie in the first place. And kind of haven't since, and so yeah. it sticks with me in a way that that other movies just haven't. Even the the ridiculous Gary Oldman over the top villain of Zorg, um, you know the name alone is stupid. But yeah. like yeah. that that plastic it's, thing over his head and the weird you know uh, flurry crappy weird clothes he it wears, is, like it is, it right. is,
1: uh, Hitler uh, Hitler little goatee Hitler, thing. What, what do you call or, that? What's oh, the, is that, chin, that? his uh, soul patch? Soul patch. Soul patch. <laughs> soul patch. That's yeah. it. Yeah, soul Hitler soul patch.
0: Yeah it's uh, it's an amazing film as far as uh, visual style and and cut editing style, cut style and it also' is, it's such a great example of the way that when you create a movie, if you want to do world building, you create these things that you just don't have to explain and you you know you you leave it to the audience to to try and right. figure that stuff what out are or,
1: or for What are they
3: for? Yeah or you <laughs> right. go or you
2: go like yeah. Brian, you're totally right, but the 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 differences or the thing that pushes it to the to the you know, it makes it great. Is that they go all in on that stuff, so it's not yeah. they don't right. have to explain it, but the temptation must be there because you're spending so much money and effort to to make it look so amazing that you really well, want to explain it, but it takes well, a it Besson, takes a you know a deft hand to not over explain it let the let the audience sure. suck it up and get it. on you know?
4: absolutely gives into that temptation over and over and over. People narrate things that they don't need to, mm-hmm. and it's it's because you can feel that he isn't quite sure that you're going to get it, you know. Uh Mia Jovovich dives off the side of a building and a cop says she just dove off. You didn't need to have that line. But the director right. or the you know, the right of the producers, people making this movie are like, eh, you know, like let's make sure that no one thinks that she's like, I don't know, in a diving competition or something. I don't know what right. they're worried about. Right, but it's they didn't but they didn't they have do to,
2: to they didn't have to overexplain the way the police system in that city works. They didn't have to explain Things like, like, this is some of the stuff I love is like those apartments are shit, and everyone lives in basically a bucket. And that voice over the thing going, uh, the problem has been resolved. Please return to your
0: homes and
2: have a great day. There's something about those (laughs) contrasts. And they not having you to explain it, like they the just explained right. everything I need to know about the, that world.
0: The fact that they know that criminals are going to be living in those apartments to the point where they paint yellow circles on the walls because yeah, they know yeah. they're going to constantly it's, be going there. Yeah, there's
1: <laughs> yellow circles in very weird places, like at the yeah. teller window of the right, of the, the, ticket. Yeah. Yeah, right. the ticket Yeah, right. Well, that that's that's part of this. There's a hint,
2: there's always a hint of authoritarianism. Like you're always right, exactly yeah. always uh, reminded just barely like that a it's, dude. It's, if right. you, well, I mean, like even <laughs> to the point that if you're if you're pissed at the ticket lady, a bunch of auto guns are going to point at you and a voice is going right. to say, you, you know, you have five
1: seconds to comply or whatever. So you're listen, all, is,
4: and you're all serenity now, serenity now. Right. And really? I love it, that. It, I love that contrast. Wasn't
1: a lot of this influenced uh, artistically because of uh, Mobius and mm-hmm. uh, Jean-Claude. Oh, yeah. The, the artist who designed yeah. a lot of this stuff influenced uh, Luke Benson Beeson as, as he grew up, the comics and this, these <laughs> themes. Mm-hmm. luke benson sure we love and i'm like wait a minute it's not benson it's Beeson. Benson. Luke benson
4: i luke. love that by the way that's yeah. one of my favorite things is to just take uh take funny names and make them like this common midwestern america you know like mm-hmm. the, the queen of westeros is uh shirley lannister that kind of thing
1: right
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> well according to everything i can read i mean mobius worked with him on the film right yeah yeah
0: Right, exactly. There were, um, so there was a lawsuit because um, uh, Mobius and another artist who did comic books and stuff that were, that, you know, Luke Besson kind of based a lot of these design choices on, um, they felt like he did it without permission. But he argued, well, I hired you before you filed the lawsuit. So you technically are working for me in creating these things. I just happened to, you know, get the influence right, of right. Your, your things when I was coming up with the idea for the movie, something along those lines. I, I'm very much paraphrasing it. But, right. Right. Um, I mean, it's impossible not
2: to, if you look at any of Mobius's work, yeah. don't care how old, like the influence is clearly here, like across yeah, the board.
0: Especially in the, the aliens, you know, the, um uh, the, the the Zorgs uh, henchmen aliens right the what were they called the Vorgons or the Borgons whatever they were uh,
2: but yeah. there's it like there's even a sketch I'm looking at them right now just a quick cursory search on Google Images will yield a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff and one of them is the cop design with a giant light on him and the gun holstered on his
1: shoulder mm-hmm. and like he there's so not, there's not really
2: to, something about that guy's art
1: that is not striking to, not to jump too far ahead but did, did you guys see Valyrian? I did.
2: And man, listen, here's the thing. (laughs) Luke (laughs) Basson comes into the world and he makes, he made some other, he made that Nikita, whatever it was, assassin movie before this. Uh, Is the professional his? Yes, that's really his, like, into our radar. Okay, the Mm -hmm. professional's awesome. So I take this all back. I was going to say, I was going to say, well, maybe this is still true, but I think he kind of peaked with Fifth Element because everything that came after that. And, you know, I enjoy the professor or the um uh, what's the
1: Leon?
2: No, uh, the one. Not that one, because Leon's the professional, the one with the Lucy? no. <laughs> what's, what's the one with the um ah shit? The the, the Jason Statham movie, the oh, the
0: transporter the transporter.
2: Thank you. I enjoy yeah. oh, that for he did, what he ha- he, the first oh, he one he did. I thought he did the first one, didn't he? Mm. Oh, maybe not. Mm, mm, okay. Sure. OK, well, if that's mm, the case, uh, never possible. mind. But everything he's directed since then has been uh, me being super excited and losing my mind, and yeah, then seeing it and yeah. going, "Oh, this isn't the same." Like you just you're not capturing. And it's it funny again.
0: because, especially you know, with the, with the uh, uh, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, that was supposed to be basically you know, you see that and think, "Oh my god, he's making another Fifth Element." It's not in the same world or anything, but it looks like it's going to be all of those things that we loved in the Fifth Element yeah. uh, with a new bunch of
1: characters and and style. Yeah, and and so- so- yeah, and answer the question: What what would the fifth element look like today? And it would look good, right. but it would yes. it would lose this. It would lose uh, the thing that I think works with this movie. And I don't know how intentional it was. I know it was partially intentional, mm. but the the future is ugly. They mm. cast a bunch of actors, especially in the secondary area, that make you feel uncomfortable.
4: Mm-hmm. To, uh, well, and, and they were in this in, in this in everything he does, like in yeah. Yeah. in the messenger and so on. They he puts people in, or he and whoever he's working with to cast puts people in places because they look and sound interesting, right, like, right. uh, Zeus, like Tiny Lister as the president of, of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> that that is not yeah. that is not at all a strong acting casting, like, right? It's not no. even for the acting, right? right. But
2: yeah. it's, but it's a it's a striking choice. Like it's a it, very is, yeah. interesting choice. And I love that about almost all the, of the movie with the exception of that stupid mom who keeps, keeps calling. It's the <laughs> most useless, dumb yeah,
0: side yeah. Yeah, thing. It, exactly. Somebody in uh, Twitter, uh, when we said we were watching, or when you said we were watching The Fifth Element, they said, oh yeah, Ruby Rod is the Jar Jar of this movie. I actually argue that <laughs> yeah. uh, Corbin's mom is the Jar Jar I, of this I agree. And,
2: uh, and listen, people are going to go, hey, Scott, wasn't it you in previous film sacks that have always thrown a bunch of smack in the direction of Ruby Rod? Yes, I have. I've, mm-hmm. it, he's always been a thing of it where I felt like it was a little too much, a little over the top, a little, a little too distracting in the latter half of that movie. But I have to say, after right. this most recent watching, I kind of can't imagine it without him.
0: Like, See, it's yeah, funny. Yeah. I was I was thinking the same thing. Almost, almost to the letter. I I was not a fan of Ruby Rod, and for whatever reason, this watching, this viewing, uh, turned me over or, or uh, won me over. Yeah, yeah. Isn't the, that weird? Um, I did the same thing. It I don't is get weird. that. And I'm thinking that it's it's the fact that we're seeing the genesis of Ruby Rod now with quote unquote YouTube sensations like yeah Logan yeah. Paul and that dude with the the dumb hair i guess that's a lot yeah. of them but, that that's doomed, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but, but basically you know for all of the things that that uh, luke bassan predicts in the future yeah, i think yeah. this is like Nailed this is, you can see the path from <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, this was 1997 the... wow i mean right cool. and,
4: the, yeah. and the jar jar was without a doubt brian james as lieutenant dumbass mm-hmm. oh no, no
1: he's great
0: he, oh he's
4: him. all over this movie for no reason it makes no sense oh, that he keeps I love him, living though. that he keeps surviving yeah. he yeah, shouldn't have yeah. survived one punch through the unbreakable glass yeah. from mia jovovich much less <laughs> more of the movie well all right, right. he should
2: have. i mean he
1: looked dead in the freezer so i don't know what changed I there i saw it i was like wait he dies i thought he showed up later on in the film and then of course he does, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. By and the so, way, I'm out
4: of the freezer,
0: yeah.
1: So, free, by the way, chicken the freezer's got to be the the
0: the really uh, huge woman the, has got to be the yeah. chicken the freezer, the, yeah. the, the freezer, Leia,
1: the Leia buns on her <laughs> yes. head, yeah. Yes,
0: <laughs> there you go. That's her, her name's got to be Helga. Know, I don't know what her actual name is, be. but I don't oh, either. Yeah. But she What's I,
4: cast cast because she looks funny, right? No other purpose there,
2: right? But she did make a. I like what I liked about her, and this is a dumb thing but for some reason I like it and normally I would hate it. But when she comes up like kind of very German style and bows, she makes a sound like a wind sound when she, yeah. when she bows. <laughs> that, was, yeah. that was definitely posted. Did right? you capture I it? Oh, it was totally imposed. No, I didn't capture it, yeah. but she just goes she, like makes that little, like, <laughs> <Right>. like it's <laughs> yeah. like a stick in the air and you're just like, what? That right. doesn't make sound oh, like that, but awesome. I still like it. But yeah, no, oh, right. he's great. That guy's great. We cannot yeah. complain about that guy. He, He's he I mean, yeah. I agree that he's seems to be surviving the unsurvivable constantly, but he cracks me up <laughs> like every time yeah, that guy like when he laughed he at be, the end. He's like, <laughs> like how, how does he something to be him.
4: advisor to the president? Well,
2: that's the other thing I like about this movie then and now is it's also it's a future that's uncomfortable. Like it's, it's like, uh, what "What do we, what's, what is this government? I mean, they seem like they want to do good for the planet, but I don't know. This, this is all really weird. I mean, it feels like the president's a little, uh, a little too street wise. Plus you got these horrible people that help. And then the doctor's a freaking psycho. And why is he hanging around everybody all the time with his weird shaved head and his implants? And he's you know, checking the tube to see who's naked. and
4: the tube. <laughs> What's, what's remarkable about the film is that you even know this stuff because most movies would have focused on the main thread. And this right. is a movie that takes the time to show you the guy who captains the ship that's about to get destroyed and the guy at the con on the ship and so on when yeah. any other movie would have just had the ship mm-hmm. get yeah, destroyed. Yeah. Yep. You know?
0: By yeah. the way, the captain but, is uh, Baron Munchausen, John oh. Neville. Oh, oh. What? What? He's, the captain oh,
2: right! I never noticed
3: that. He's the one that dies right.
2: early, though, right? He is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's mm-hmm. great. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's. He I, I knew immediately he was familiar, but then I, I I got off the track of trying to figure out who he was and just was enjoying his moment. But, right. but yeah, like so, uh,
1: so. In the in the future, it doesn't does it not take much for me as a person that when you shave someone's head weird on the sides. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Mm. I mean, an
0: off, an off like a asymmetrical buzz, buzz cut yeah, like that. Not
1: even asymmetrical, but like the, like you was talking about the, the doctor who was, uh, you know, who, who put the uh, together, you know, he's got the, where his little mind band is touching. He like trims all of his hair just right there on the sides around like this halo <laughs> thing. And for some reason that just makes me feel real uncomfortable. You know what it,
4: it felt yeah. to me, like a lot of people's look, it has been determined by machines mm. like they have mm. imprecise or maybe right. too precise machines at home sure. they like shave them or dress them or whatever
0: well it's the equivalent of the the makeup machine the the thing that uh yeah. lilu uses you yeah know, it's like adult, basically it's a you know fashion by machine kind of thing yeah which yeah. is just it's kinda... again more world building than it's like you know you you it takes talking about it afterwards to to uncover some of that stuff. Yeah, and but I, I just, love I, that.
2: That's that's I, you know what that's it. You've just this, this is it. And like this is what I love. This is what I love about everyone wants to know why I'm so insane about Mad Max Fury Road. It's that. It's the world building. It's the it's the it's the stuff I see and go, they didn't explain that at all. I want to know more about Clubfoot, freaking Bullet Farm guy. Like yeah, Right. And and right. the
4: thing and and it's a good comparison Fury Road with this movie because like in this movie right after the dark planet appears of course the the good guys come back with the stones and they get ambushed by some Mangalores out in space and uh, there's a lot of inconsistencies and plot holes there don't question it the why, why there's a safety net out in space and the bad guys come right through it don't question yeah, it. yeah no right, right? But, why but, would but, in but.
1: space why would it be like that Weird. but
4: you don't have to show much to depict that right there's right. a big ship some little ships they blow it up but this movie goes to the effort of showing you the people inside and mm-hmm. showing them doing things and so does Fury Road Fury Road could have some some trucks come along and just blow up mm-hmm. but no it shows you the person driving the truck and gives them a chance to act and have facial expressions mm-hmm. and that just adds to the the beauty of the film yeah it's and it, texturing and it gives a connection to it
2: yeah it's texturing yeah. to the world that that I think in 97 was a big deal this also has some nostalgic sort of I don't know Heartstring stuff attached to it. It's the first movie I saw after Carter was born. My middle daughter, hmm. uh, she was born that year, and this came out right after that. And for some reason, I've associated those two things together. And then it's the very first DVD I ever purchased, and I paid 40, nice. 42 well, like, bucks they or get, something. Did get
1: the laser disc?
2: No, I never had
1: laser disc.
0: This is too late for it. LD anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no actually, no, no, I take I, It, was, I it was released on laser disc. Yeah, it was released. I've on owned. I think I've owned the fifth element on almost yep. every platform. Including yeah. uh, PSP UMD, I actually had right. it. I think it came with
1: my PSP. It was, like, it was like the first thing that came out on every platform.
0: Yeah, when yeah, you it, platform, exactly.
1: It's like throw that on there. Yeah, it was. I still
0: have my PSP, but I'm pretty sure I still have the UMD yeah. of the
2: film. Well, it's, film, it's because it's such a you know it's such a visual fest that whatever your new format is, you can really showcase it with this rad.
4: Well, movie. And also, yeah. it it wasn't doing too well in in uh, home video until Blu-ray. And the blu-ray version is just stunning by comparison. It's so right. much better than previous versions. And I think a lot of people out there who maybe are kind of soft on this film, maybe they saw it on DVD and they mm-hmm. don't know yeah. how how well it was mastered later.
3: yeah,
0: well, yeah, or even just saw it, you know, like on a on a tablet or a smartphone or something like that. If you have not seen this thing like on the biggest screen that you have available to you, then
1: you right. haven't seen the film yet and that's how i watched it i watched it on my uh i, I definitely went to the bedroom for this one that's right that's where i keep my projector hello it, it's 100, <laughs> 100 inch, it's 100 inch screen and that's the only way to watch the fifth element i was going to watch it on my you know my tv in the living room but it's much smaller and i was like nah yeah i need big need i big need to this. see i need to see the mugger doing his squirm dance which is like one of my
3: favorite oh, parts I love, of, the, yeah, of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: so unexplained, like, right, you yeah. know, uh, Corbin gets his gun, says, oh, here, I'll hold on to this for you. And then the guy just goes into this
3: like, give me the cash, give me the cash, give me the cash yeah that guy's Love great that, guy.
2: that guy's great my and he's later on out it, on whatever
0: he's strung out on. yeah and then
2: whatever you know when, nothing better than the cops coming and you just giving them the bird through the window and <laughs> exactly. he's amazing yeah there and i'd forgotten about his head his hat thing uh that made yeah, it look like the hallway
1: you look out through your right. little peephole and all you see is the hall that would not work no it really so wouldn't
2: it really wouldn't work been but i appreciate his ingenuity as as such a whatever crackhead thing he is but and he, they and they draw great. you in
1: with this really simple dialogue of, uh, of of Bruce Willis asking him how long he's been standing there right. because you start imagining all the backstory of this character and it's like what was he doing? Yeah.
2: yeah. Plus that whole all of that city? stuff in the city was just a taste of Blade Runner, like just a little bit of oh, that yeah. whole yeah. thing. Without oh. you know, it's its own look and everything. But I love the idea of a you know a Chinese restaurant that floats yeah. coming up to I your love window. Asian and-
1: food in the future because it's always delivered with such uh such uniqueness
4: yep yeah such artistry and flair to the delivery like like right. it's not you know like tr- trust me <laughs> get postmates now we're living in the future and it's a plastic bag and some guy wearing uh cargo shorts like it's not <laughs> It's not gonna have that artistry. Uh, I just wanna, and I apologize, I'm gonna keep saying this throughout this episode. This movie, we're not talking about this movie if not for the genius of the music. The music Mm -hmm. in every little bit, the music playing while Corbin Dallas is beginning his day in his first scene Mm -hmm. and he gets mugged through the door and so on, is so perfect. (laughs) And it sets a scene like nothing else, and it never goes away. There's always this music bumping in the background, and you you don't you don't see him like turn on a radio or something. It's just this universe, and it just it, it's mind blowing. It's really
2: good. They also have some. It's yeah. also very different. There's parts of it that are kind of Latin inspired and um, kind of Cuban almost. Some of the music, and then there's other parts that are you know futury and whatever. The like thing that the lady does,
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: big time had that, and then yeah. when she's <laughs> When she's doing her weird <laughs> sing thing,
4: <laughs> <laughs> wow! The fact that the script, the fact that the script has the stones inside the body of a singer, yeah. lets you yeah. know how much Luc Besson cares about music. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that. It, he forced He forced a musical sequence. I mean, more than one, but like that in particular, it's important. And, like, when I th- when you look back on it, like, it's one of those things that, like, this song that she sings, uh, The Diva, it transcends the film easily. Mm-hmm. Like, it, there are lots of people out there who know that song and have never seen this movie. Oh, um, yeah. And, and the score for the whole film uh, also transcends the film as far as I'm concerned. I've listened to this score a hundred times. Man, you know who just- else is really
2: <laughs> good, though? Like, I, I don't want to miss this. I would we'll probably bring it up at some point. Um. And all we, you know, all we really get from her now is like Resident Evil movies, but Mila Jovovich is really oh, yeah. good in this. Like mm-hmm. legit embodies this character, jerks jerks your emotions around, like so good. get you, you know, get you in the in the headspace you're supposed to be in when she's hurt up in the rafters. It's you're legit like, "Oh my gosh, somebody get up there and get her out of there." Like it's really good because she's both strong and vulnerable. She's optimistic because she's going to save the world but at the same time she's like is this world even worth saving and like there's just there's so much uh, more depth there than probably is deserved she's Man, fantastic her,
1: in it her initial uh, introduction to the film when she wakes up I mean when she flips out and just starts flipping all around in that yeah, I was like holy oh, yeah. crap I and mean, when she was arching, arching her back and then she started flapping around and hitting stuff I was like wow that looks painful yeah. she
4: really went all in yeah. with this stuff. yeah no holding back yeah. man she's, yeah and they keep saying perfect she's perfect whoa they made her perfect yeah have you looked at her hair i don't know yeah, everybody i hate her. <laughs> i do hate her hair it's weird i I, th- I always think it's much oranger than it is
1: but the roots are so blonde. there's uh some interesting trivia about that that uh
0: um for the when they started filming they kept having to re dye her hair orange because it would grow out a little bit. You'd see the roots and, and they'd have to keep trying it. And it was getting so damaged that finally they just said, ah, let's just do a wig. And so for like the last, <laughs> the last third of filming, and I don't know what sequence they shot the, the, the scenes in, but the last third of filming, uh, she's wearing a wig instead of having yeah. actual dye. Well, on you, and you can yeah. see
2: the roots problem in the city when she's up on the building because the wind's blowing her hair, and you could see oh, these right. like yeah. white yeah. or bleach-looking roots, and then it would be orange and whatever. But I, you know, kind of added to the the texture of yeah. just this
1: ratty what's, whatever thing. What's interesting is, did you guys listen to uh, Mila's probably her biggest album back in the yeah. day? That, a divine comedy is that I, that
0: I actually own a copy of it. And the, I do too. I love who that.
1: fell before the horse is uh, such a
0: great song. And I it's, didn't it's know this to... was even a thing. I didn't know she made it. Oh, so act. good. So good. It is. It's very orchestral and, mm-hmm. but pop, it, this was on alternative radio for a while. And it's very, uh, I don't know. It's surprising because you don't think it's her voice. Mm. It doesn't sound like you think she would sound.
1: Interesting, right. And it's, it's haunting. All the songs are real haunting. And it's, it's, it's odd because uh, th- actually the director here, Luke Beeson, uh, Bison, is uh, they he, they got they got married right? Did they hook up? Yeah, they like? were. They did.
0: Yeah, he was with um, the woman who played the diva, the diva right? right? And then he left her for <laughs> well, You're I don't right. know. If he, I don't know what the distance is between the two relationships, but <laughs> it right. so off. he's not with her now, well, or are they, they still said... together now?
1: Are they still? Yeah, they, they are yeah, not they're not together now. But the the diva uh, she she was actually they were together and a couple that hadn't been for years and then during the filming of this according to the trivia uh, that's when he got with mila odd stuff odd stuff he uh, he's been accused of being luke Bisson has been accused of uh of being questionable mm. with his young ladies in his movies and stuff mm, because well, the yeah. his first wife was like 15 or 16 when they got married oh, which was geez, legal really? which was legal in france by the way, mm. age of consent is fifteen. Mm. But yeah. in the US we go. Oh,
3: no, no, no. Oh. we you bring people a little too mm. yeah, a little down, too young. She is a minor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh
2: I didn't know about any of that. That bums me out a little bit. <clears throat> but at the yeah, same time, yeah. like uh I mean I don't know. I follow her on Instagram and uh She's, Hmm. she's, it's all about motherhood at the moment and her daughters and stuff. And, uh, she seems all real put together and I mean, whatever it's Instagram, nobody, everybody seems put together on
1: Instagram, but, but, uh, I've always loved her as an, as an actress. She's great. And And she's, she's, I guess what I'm
2: saying is is it's easy to look at this and go, or easy to look at her career and go, you're just there to be pretty and to, you know, I guess sort of, you know, move the action forward or whatever but she's there's more to it in fifth element. She's really good in here and so sympathetic yeah. and so like, I don't know. It, it's, it's an, un, it's one of the most unusual roles. And I feel like there's hardly anybody else who could do it. Like I can't picture if, uh, anyone else doing it
0: No, And if we wouldn't have gotten Scarlett Johansson as uh the blackwood in the MCU, Mila Jovovich would have been a perfect choice. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. She would have been really
2: good. Um, and could still be if they decide to, you know. I don't know what they're you know, doing with that series.
0: I, 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 I like universe, it, but... uh, alternate universe. Oh, uh, right. Black Widow comes.
1: <laughs> Multiverse. <laughs> <Woo-hoo! laughs> right. you no, know, I liked all. I, I liked her in the Resident Evil series. She makes a yeah. great action star. Yeah, uh, yeah, she's good. Those movies are shit, but she's good in them. Oh, well, actually, I think is. I think we we've analyzed this before. I think it's like every other film is really really bad, but then, uh, I think it's either even or odds. The other ones are kind of, you know, at least tolerable well, enjoyable. My, my problem
2: is they've never adhered to the source material very well oh, at all. Oh no,
1: they didn't adhere to the video game storyline. Well,
2: doesn't the, I don't need the storyline, just the world is not the right one. Like they don't right. they don't do the same. Mm-hmm. It's well, it's hard to explain. We should watch one of those. We should figure out which one yeah, is supposed to be should, the yeah. best one probably because I don't want Have to see the worst one. we never done story. any. I thought we did. Yeah. Oh, we did one, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. I one. thought we had. Yeah, okay. We yes. did the first one. You're right. You're oh, totally crazy. right. Yeah, because remember the the laser room where everyone got cut yes. into cubes? Yes. Diced. <laughs> diced was, and diced. Yeah, they were diced in there. That was really gross. <laughs> I need these people cubed. Oh, Thank speaking you. of uh, things that gross me out, do you guys have any prediction here? Because oh, yeah. it's an easy one oh, for me. Movie. One thing. No, there's a lot. Movie. There's I mean, there's all kinds of stuff in the movie, but there's one scene in particular. I'll give you a hint. It's way late in the movie that I think is freaking
0: gross and i hated it uh it's not uh the the goo dripping out of uh <laughs> out of uh gary Oldman's head and that he kind of wipes right. a little bit into his
2: mouth nope that was fine don't care about that i assume that was supposed to be blood it didn't look like no blood. uh
0: no, there was really an interview glasses. with uh, luke basan it's supposed to be concentrated evil it oh basically wow. um it's concentrated yeah, evil it's concentrated it's evil mom don't touch it did, it. Yeah.
4: it did look evil Oh. I thought, he just, I
2: thought he's just I thought he's just
0: bleeding. Okay. No, huh? All
2: right. Yep. I've seen this movie like a thousand times. I never never thought I of it. I thought so too, and blood. then I was reading. So, some,
4: okay, so let's uh, go let's get the oh, gas yeah. out of the way where it's reaching into the diva. That that doesn't
2: Nah, that didn't bother me. Either. It's all special effects. Yeah. Blue blood, who cares? No big deal. Blue <laughs> yeah. blood. Yeah. No one cares about blue it's blood. It's like it's like when they do anything with um Vulcans on Star Trek. It's just never right, any right. big deal. Or even Klingons. I think
1: anytime I think I think it had to be something with uh chris tucker's breath after he keeps going down that one girl Oh that- <laughs> no! no. <laughs> that's not that he keeps, he gets, he keeps getting right in, her face. <laughs> right in her face
4: i didn't think of oh, that yeah. at all but sure when he was all
1: whispering uh, like right
0: yeah, at her yeah, and
4: yeah, uh yeah. Right. yeah he was by uh, the way can you imagine what that airport must have smelled like <laughs> that airport Seriously, like I know the whole joke is that airports are awful. So three hundred years in the future, they're yeah. even three hundred times more awful. But right. that airport was probably unbearable if, if it was a real thing. Oh. Well, I, tr- think, tr- I
0: think worse than the airport smell is the smell of uh, the inside of that uh, transport to Floston Paradise when all those sealed Tupperware bins that everybody's been sleeping <laughs> yeah. in open up all at the same time. Yeah, like oh, and I yeah, fart they've been.
4: <laughs> They've been Everybody's farting. They all been
0: got morning breath. Their own little
3: yeah,
4: exactly. Yeah,
2: somebody you know, when you're knocked out like that, you just shit yourself. I don't know Wait. what you're doing <laughs> no,
3: there.
4: <laughs> no, but you right. would die if there wasn't ventilation for you. So your farts probably got evacuated. Yeah, it's right.
2: and it's supposed to be a luxury thing. So one would assume it was okay in there, but I don't right. Well, Enjoy hold.
4: our luxury, uh, luxury. Um, uh, uh,
1: yeah, it's gonna be great. <laughs> You're, <laughs> not gonna, you're not going to smell your farts or anything. We have unless parts extracted. Unless you're
0: the poor flight attendant that Ruby Rod has taken an interest in for the entire, yeah, entirety of yeah, the flight. Yeah, that whole thing. And by the way, in my notes, I had to write this. Uh, Ruby Rod exists because the French feel like they have to put clowns in everything. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
4: You know, exactly right. I think that's
0: 100% correct, by the way. I think you're totally <laughs> right about that.
2: All right, so I'll tell you the thing then, since nobody guessed. It's when Bilbo... Right wipes mm-hmm. his face down and then rings his rag out to get oh, water for the good. stone
1: yeah, i, can see I that. don't need to see that <laughs> how, dude
2: how,
1: how inefficient <laughs> is that
4: would not it be just easier just to wipe your forehead just, and spit, just spit on the stone sp- or know, and that would have been something. also gross everything about the gross lip- but it's way more obvious Well, he doesn't have but a bottle
1: of aquafina <laughs> like a game of thrones character <laughs> that he can pour on there i mean i agree but I kind of wish he did because, man. I just think it, the efficiency of, of absorbing your sweat into a rag and then squeezing it out seems very inefficient. It seems like you would just be better just just to spit on the
0: stone. Just, like just rub your sweaty head on the top of the stone. Yeah.
1: Do it like a cat. You know, like... <laughs> yeah, or, do, or just
4: if, pee on it. If we named, just if just we named our it. episode after quotes in this episode, I would insist that this episode be called Just Spit on the Stone. Yeah, there you go. How <laughs> in the world. And, it, and it's one of those decisions that Besson makes because it's interesting and it looks different and you're not expecting it and there's a billion of them in this thing Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like when you put them all together it's kind of cool you know like like ruby rod's hair you know like you're like if you take that out you're gonna go oh what a dumb silly movie but like put them all together they actually make sense in this universe
2: yeah i mean he kind of (laughs) ruby rod's performance kind of ruined me on anything he would ever be in again and i don't mean in a bad way necessarily but i would watch like what was the Tarantino movie where he was killed in a trunk? Um,
1: oh, is that him?
2: Yeah, that's um, uh, Jackie Brown. And there's oh, this scene right. where Samuel L. Jackson, I think it was Sam Jackson, takes takes him out to some junkyard, opens up the trunk and he goes, hey, and then he just yeah. shoots him. Yeah. And he's right. dead. Yeah. And he does that same... <laughs> He does that same affectation that he's famous for, and that's all I hear. I mean, it's all I can think of is, oh, it's Ruby Rod getting shot in the head in the trunk, or that's Ruby Rod and and um, Jackie Chan, you know, chasing after bad guys. Right, like it's right. just hard can for you me to
0: understand the words coming out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny when he disappeared. Uh, Kevin Cart Kevin Hart kind of swooped in and and filled yeah.
4: the void yeah, you know, filled, yeah. F- filled, a, by. filled the void from one foot lower closer to the earth yeah
3: uh, <laughs> I, I,
2: <laughs> I didn't used to know that by the way how short he was until he started showing up in all these movies when i'd see pictures right. of him on stage i was just like oh i don't have nothing to compare him to so he looks like a normal dude standing up there that guy short man nothing wrong with it just just short as hell little tiny tiny comedian
3: <laughs> comedian.
2: Anyway, that was the gross it's, thing that grossed me out
4: it's interesting how when you actually see like actors and celebrities in person how they're different than you expect like uh went to a stage show last week that starred the stars of the good place and mm. uh so they're all coming out on stage and doing comedy and improv and uh it was everyone except uh ted danson and jamila jamil those were the two that were missing everyone else was there
3: mm.
4: and uh It was hosted by Mark Evan Jackson, right? The uh, Captain Holt's husband on Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Mm -hmm. Ted Danson's sort of foil on The Good Place. Oh, right. And that guy is way taller than I was expecting him to be. Yeah. I don't know why. I just thought, oh, he's an actor. He's not going to be that tall. No, Mark Evan Jackson, quite tall. And so is uh, Janet from The Good Place, Uh, Darcy (sighs) Carden. Darcy she's Carton's great. Just, she's yeah. as tall as Mark Jevin Jackson.
0: Mm-hmm. And like yeah, that, she <clears throat> she's in uh uh Barry. She's one of the um the uh film students or the acting students in the class. And it's funny, you see her like next to a bunch of other uh, uh actors and she towers over him. She's mm-hmm. she's a lot taller she's than she's very she tall. I forgot she was in Barry. She's great on Barry too. She is great, yeah. Actually, but then other you know.
4: people other people come out and not just Kristen Bell. Obviously, Kristen Bell is very short. Everybody knows that. Yeah. But other people come out and you're like, whoa, Manny Jacinto, who plays uh, Jason Mendoza, he's kinda short. <laughs> like, that's a short guy. William Harper, who plays Cheaty, mm-hmm. very short. Mm-hmm. And I just oh, like- Oh, really? Yeah, and it's just wow. like, I, I I, don't know, it's like seeing them in person, You like it warps your brain. Mm-hmm. Like, they must, I mean,
0: because they put him next to, uh, Chidi next to uh, Kristen Bell so much, you think he's so much taller than than she yeah. is.
2: Yeah. yeah, No, it's like when you see if uh, people that see tom cruise for the first time He's a little tiny guy he's a little yeah, shorty yeah. guy he's not he's not the big tough
4: uh you know dude you see
2: on he's screen so tough yeah he's <laughs> a little by tiny the way
3: guy.
4: <laughs> if you ever get to see jason mansoukas do improv do it oh, jason yeah. mansoukas is the king of improv comedy Whoa. and uh he kept he kept teaming up on stage with this guy named eugene cordero who plays Pillboy in the good place and they were unbelievable like man i i go in not wanting to like improv comedy <laughs> those guys were amazing i really? haven't seen
0: him do stand up but i have seen him push keanu reeves around in a shopping cart yeah,
2: <laughs> right? yeah it's a good scene when that happens uh hey uh brooklyn 99
0: speaking of some hey, tr- I, oh go ahead I going you say can i point you guys to the uh uh the best uh, uh imdb photo of the week oh if it's the one with the oranges on his eyes i agree it's exactly the one with the oranges kim chan <laughs> <laughs> that's so
2: funny i picked him out as well he's the guy He's he plays the restaurant uh chinese restaurant floater right guy.
0: the restaurant uh, which i which boy that that's what i want grubhub and uh doordash to evolve into right. just pull the restaurant right up to my <laughs> my
1: back door serving that's and the only thing that doesn't off. suck about the future yep right is is that, that guy. which is
2: very mobius but By the way, Mobius has got a billion images. He was obsessed with this idea of like traditional-looking boat-style ships just floating in a city, and he draws that stuff all the time. And So when you see that, it's just like, oh, my gosh, freaking Mobius. This is
4: a film that gave us so many contenders for IMDb Photo of the Week. I want you to go to the full cast list on IMDb and scroll down to someone named Sonny Caldinez. (laughs) Sonny Caldinez. Sonny's imdb photo was clearly chosen by a machine not by sonny or his representation sonny is sonny's quite an old guy so the photo is from like a early 70s film but the photo makes no sense and when you look at it you're gonna go oh that's what he's doing
0: how far down is he because i am like still oh there it is okay sonny Keldin is you look at it go oh "Oh, that's okay
4: (laughs)
3: I'm seeing half,
0: great half of a woman in a uh, bikini leaning up against yeah. 70s sci-fi equipment in front of uh nice. that's hilarious and but his were... other photo has a little bit more of him in it yeah. oh it actually has him in it with his arms folded
3: yeah oh It's the
0: man with the golden gun how how yeah. funny i didn't recognize oh. uh didn't recognize her that makes sense he's one of scaramanga's henchmen
4: Oh, exactly. Oh, it's wow. just it's just one of those things where like every week there are people in IMDb <laughs> who basically don't know they're in IMDb, I guess. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah, I I I think that's true. Well, Kim Chan, who died in 2008 at age of 90, so that means he was like 80 in this movie or a little younger, <laughs> 78 or something. What- uh he would you look at the uh, oh i'm sorry he, i'm just gonna say he doesn't know nobody he doesn't i don't I, he I mean, probably never even right. knew what imdb was and someone's right. like you know yeah. what i'm putting up the picture with the oranges on his face stop me if you want to but i'm doing it <laughs> I'm using this
0: one yeah the estate has chosen this to be his representative photo going forward. Right. Uh, no, this, this photo of Sonny Caldenas, by the way, the actual one, when you see the enlarged version that they use for his IMDb photo, he's clearly looking at Britt Eklund's boobs. Just oh. like, oh, like you draw right. a line directly from his eyes right to her boobs. Well, that's what you want, right? That's what you want.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is what you want. Hey, I bet you guys didn't know that Vin Diesel was in this movie. Did you know that? I did from the trivia, but Scott, tell
1: you us where Vin that. Diesel is.
2: He's the voice of Finger. But got no sc- uh, screen credit, so really? uh, yeah, yeah. But didn't but know you know, no, he didn't.
1: it wasn't on the screen, so no.
2: he gets no screen credit. Yeah, there was no screen credit, but he was the voice of Finger, uh, and also at the time, I, I mean, sure. this was the very most expensive movie ever produced outside of Hollywood. I don't know if that's still true, probably not. But uh, most probably expensive not. production in Gaumont's history, which is the uh, uh, what do you call it the uh, the people that put the movie out? What yeah. do they call it? Studio. Sure. And uh, at eighty million U.S. dollars, Visual Effects budget for the movie was the highest of its time. So, lots of records being broken. They even talking this thing about um, how they burned this the uh, the, ex- the explosion in the flats in Main Hall was the largest indoor explosion ever filmed. And as a result, the fire went beyond or it went kind of out of control, and it took twenty five minutes and a whole bunch of fire people to put the thing out. So it was pretty gnarly. That's a great fight in there, by the way. Did, Wasn't yeah. it? Did you
4: know? Did, when you look at the the usual list of most expensive films, yeah. that, uh, the third Pirates of the Caribbean film is still no. I'm sorry, the mm-hmm. fourth the fourth Pirates of the Caribbean film is still the most expensive. Like, really? What? Wow! What? I know Hawaii is expensive, but how is that just hanging on at the top of the list? I don't get
2: it. I don't either. I haven't even seen the fourth one. I
4: assume it's, it's called poop. On Stranger Tides. Yeah. yeah. Which is the one with, like that uh, one. is
2: that is that the one with Chen Yao Fat in it? Or no? That's a different one. Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. on Stranger Tides has uh, Al Swearingen in it, I think.
4: Yeah, Ian McShane. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coming in everything to, now. Coming to a Deadwood movie on HBO near you. Yeah, yeah we're excited weekend. about that. Is it this weekend? I think it's this weekend. Wait, not,
0: nice. not the one
2: we're in now, not this weekend. The f- next yes. weekend? This,
0: yes. The weekend that we are in right now. Holy like, uh, shit. Memorial Day weekend.
2: I'm so excited, yeah. I can barely stand it now. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks yeah. for watching. And, it's been
0: a <laughs> and oh, I'm so but excited. wait,
4: there's more, guys. We're only two weeks from a new season of Black Mirror. Whoa. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm
0: sorry. Next next weekend.
1: Uh, sorry, May
4: thirty first. Oh, I'm I'm busy sorry.
1: watching Godzilla all weekend.
2: Can't uh, help you. I was all sorry. I was all sorry, stimulated. Scott. I was stimulated. I know, I'm sorry. That's all right. Oh. Well, did you say you was all stimulated? I was, was all stimulated. Yeah, I was stimulated.
1: Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that. That, <laughs> that ranks up there bit. with moisture. moisture. <laughs> you, could have, you could
0: have, you could have called me a name that uh, Ian McShane would have uh, approved right. of. Oh, perfect <laughs> for making that mistake.
2: <laughs> hey, if you weren't already impressed with Mila Jovovich, check this out. The divine language, which was the language spoken by lilu was invented by co-writer and director Luca Besson. And uh, further refined by Mila herself. And here's the deal: she had little trouble learning and developing it, as she already is fluent in four languages. Look at this wow. chick, man!
0: Uh, she's overachiever. Like, amazing. Okay, we get it, yeah, Mila. Yeah. You're impressive. Yeah. All right, now
2: we get it. Yeah. Now kick butt and wear a tiny, a bunch of band aids. Wear a gownless evening strap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says they would have conversations where. Um, by the end of the filming, they could have full conversations in the language and, and that was fine. They could understand what each other was saying. So that's kind of cool. Again, world building without us knowing really, you know, how deep it goes. Uh, that's all the trivia I have, I think. Yeah. It's a good yeah. movie, you guys. It's a good movie. Go see this movie uh you if you never have Oh uh, another thing that marks it I don't know how pop or if we can find other examples of this let's see if we can do this real quick but this okay. is a movie where the villain and the protagonist oh. never meet
0: never share uh screen time together
2: uh, they miss each other by an elevator basically yep <laughs> yeah there's that one scene where they walk through that that elevator door hall and then Outcomes go Oldman <clears throat> right after but that's
0: it <clears throat> so yeah. just a I mean, near miss I guess miss. it depends on if you say uh Lou is the hero or Corbin is the hero but yeah uh
4: well, and also also when you first started saying that, I thought the hero is Corbin Dallas and the protagonist is the evil planet. Mm. And it took me oh. a minute to realize, no, 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 Sirius Black is the antagonist. And that's weird. I didn't yeah. really think of it that way. Like, I, yeah. he's he doesn't seem like a very effective bad guy, you know?
2: Yeah, he's kind of, I mean, it turns out he is a bit of a, um, you know, he's just a, a pushover for the planet thing right but the planet right. thing never meets bruce willis either so <laughs> right that's true but it,
4: it doesn't meet anybody
2: no right but he, that idea kind of like, is, is weird kind of I, like a, i couldn't think of another movie
1: like that that where the well, yeah hero never he's meets kind the of villain. like loki because he is uh he's the chaos master right he likes to he's the master of chaos and that's what he likes to bring who he even
2: yeah. has yeah. zorg you mean yeah, Zorg. Oh yeah, yeah. I could see that. That's yeah. a good
1: comparison. He, uh,
0: by the way, uh, Gary Olman said that he played it like a cross between Ross Perot and uh, Bugs Bunny. Oh my lord! Yeah.
4: Wow. <laughs> he definitely got the Bugs Bunny.
3: Yeah.
0: I was going to say he definitely got the Ross Perot. Look at all these little uh, little creatures. There's such a <laughs> such a wonderful little uh, symphony ensues. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you're not right. Plus, his he's got a problem with his number pad. So when you're choking on a, a cherry. <laughs> And and all you can do is oh, yeah. o- open all your shit and shoot cards and in the air and.
0: and what's with the uh, little Fred Flintstone uh, little yeah. uh, <laughs> elephant looking thing that? <laughs> I love that the cherry I'm extractor.
1: Like the, I suppose it's he is.
0: The, uh, I guess so. It's the uh, Flintstones garbage disposal there tucked in his desk. Yeah, yeah. And it's he's a useless. movie.
4: It's a movie that really doesn't think th- the future through. Mm-hmm. Like the future is the future is crazy magic in some little things like guns. Guns are crazy magic in the future yep. that you can fire in one direction and they hit a target standing <laughs> behind you. Yep. Right? But then the movie is like, "What would cars be like in the future?" Eh, the same. Mm. The same. <laughs> they just exactly flat. the same. Yeah, and <laughs> hey, you went to a totally different
1: planet. Uh, who's going to be there to welcome you with Lay's? It's like, mm. why would we have that culture uh, on a different planet? Why wouldn't they be a totally new? Culture for you know traveling and getting away because stuff's messed up, man. Because
2: stuff's messed up, it's like the culture gets all mixed and broken, and nobody knows the source of any of it. So now it's just like, oh, right. you're on a cruise. Yeah. I guess it's a bunch of people with lays and who can lock a wika waka or whatever they're singing. And, <laughs> you know, like it's just uh, right. that's I kind of like it. I kind of like. I like oh, the absolutely. dystopic sort of everything's broken. McDonald's is right. too big for its own good, you know, stuff like yeah. that.
1: Yeah, what happened? What happens to McDonald's in the future? Why do they become the Hooters of yeah, the they, future,
0: the drive thru Hooters? Well, they, that's how they win the fast food wars. Yeah, right. Yeah, they got to because Taco Bell's
2: gaining too much ground in the movies there. So these these McDonald's is like, yo, 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 look at us. We got a giant. We still got our arches. We got booby ladies, and we got something called <laughs> what would they call The golden. They had a name for that combo but, yeah. meal. Uh, oh, gold- yeah. Here's your oh, golden arch or your Archie Goldens yeah. or whatever the hell. <laughs> I don't know what it was. <laughs> yeah. Archie Golden. Anyway, so what I was going to say was, what was I going to say about that? Ah, shit. I for totally spaced it. I had a really good thing to say. Ah. Shoot. It was based on Dunaway, something Dunaway said. No, I forgot it. All Uh-oh. right, All right. It's okay. Forget about it. I'll, I just picture Bilbo sweating into a rock. That's all I can picture. <laughs> all right, uh, let's do some clippies, clip, clips. If you guys are clipsh. so inclined, I do have some clips. Let's start with this one. This is um, <laughs> this kid. Here you go.
3: Aziz Light.
2: Oh, geez, why is that playing again? Yeah, why is uh, <laughs> why is Aziz uh, it's getting so much heat? Like,
0: Aziz Light. Yeah, he was so yeah. tired. Aziz
2: Light. Nah. <laughs> uh here's the first time in the movie we get the name of the movie we get it a couple of times but here you go a fifth
1: element he had really pregnant pause that very yeah very early on uh the priest like is gonna crap his pants right there yeah we didn't talk
2: about that much so it's, it's the scene with luke perry in it he gets credited no, late, in the opening credits great luke perry. Yeah. yeah the late great luke perry He's actually good in this like
0: yeah,
2: it's, it's I, I for some reason no, we, I had
1: in my head it was very just sort of Luke oh, Perry just the sitting actor. there brooding, but he's good. Yeah, right. Oh, you mean the actor was good? I thought you meant the character who trips over backwards and shoots a gun and then the, oh right actually <laughs> causes the doors then the doors shut. Yeah, what's going yeah. on right
2: now? Yeah. Also, uh, that's the other thing I would teach those aliens. See how slow you were getting out of that room. That door wasn't shutting that fast. Well, you could have gotten out if you weren't. I needed-
1: I needed some explanation anyway. First of all, why did Trippin' Backwards shoot something that closed it? That made no sense. And then secondarily, where was that alien? How long did they live? It's 300 mm-hmm. years later. He was trapped in there. Mm-hmm. They, oh, he just, they ET'd his butt. They're like, we're out. Yeah, but Why, did, they he, why did
4: he need to give you the key to the door that his hand is now holding open?
2: Right. There's right. some confusion yeah, there. Okay. Wait, what did they use it for later, though? Because Cornelius, Cornelius has the key.
4: Yep, and he, he wears it, it on a necklace.
1: He gave it to his assistant, who could not uh, even get on the spaceship. But he's could, like, "Go, go, prepare!" He said, "Go prepare the area." The, like, you I mean I the D? It. You're talking about Devo hat, Devo hat kid? Yeah, Devo hat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Devo
4: hat, he was whipping it, whipping it, Whip good. It real I decided. Good. <laughs> I, decided I, I was trying to figure out who that was. Yeah, the assistant guy. He looks like the. And, he looks like the kid from
1: a uh, Fantastic Beast because they both had the same haircut.
3: Mm.
0: Kind of, yeah. He looks like a young uh Mr. Bean, like a very young Mr. Bean. Like he could play a right. <laughs> a young Rowan Atkinson.
4: Yeah, in the way. Anyway, his his name is Charlie Creed Miles, and he's not really uh done anything very memorable since this, like like that I can see. That's a bummer. But, I thought he was uh,
2: fine in this. Played a nice little foil, a little I mean he didn't wasn't needed much, but you know.
4: I was just hoping he would be something like really memorable later, you know? You're mm, like right. he's active sure sure
2: sure. he's in other stuff but you could say that about uh who was i looking at the other day i was looking at somebody who used to be all that and now every movie is like direct-to-video garbage poop i can't remember who that was well
0: bruce willis (laughs) well maybe lately geez i know you look at his uh his imdb list and uh man he's uh he's just not putting out the he, he basically looks like he just takes anything yeah I love well i
1: loved I love the trivia on this uh and Bruce Willis in this movie because he apparently was on board fairly early on and then kind of stepped out because uh he had two two movies that did not do well and he he couldn't take a risk at the time and so uh, the the movie actually went on hold for a little while, and then when they decided to do it again, just by chance, Bruce was talking uh to the director and and he said, Well, we've had to cut the budget.' we can't pay you as much or we can't pay you what you need. And he goes, he goes like, oh, well, you know, let's just see what we can do. So apparently he came on board for a fairly uh, small amount. I like the
2: idea let's 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 that Bruce see. Willis of all people is like, Oh, the deal. I got a car payment to make. I can't, I have to yeah. go get up another job. Right. Like he's fine. He was always, yeah, fine.
1: he's not hurting. Yeah. No, Mel, Mel Gibson was, was on this for a while. That's, a, you know, that's not one of those weird IMDB things. He was actually, you know in talks to do i could see him doing it he would have been all right
4: imagine if the usual (laughs) suspect like if if sylvester stallone had been cast in this role well i mean that's (laughs) if if you but but
2: basically that's what um not millennium man what's what's it called uh demolition demolition man that's basically what that is it's another one of these not as good but you know here's the future and it's weird and Blah, blah, blah. Like I could see all these guys could have done it. And I and this would have been pre this was, you know, Mel Gibson pre I hate Jews and I'm going to tell you about it. Kind of Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. So he probably could have gotten away with it. I could totally see him in this role. Would have been fine. Um, But I don't know about I, Sylvester Stallone. No, although I don't know, like Judge I Dredd is a it. lot like this. Like, I don't know. I'd like to see him as Zorg. Yeah. So now. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah gary oldman for a while there was the bad guy in all movies yeah and he was in He's that lead,
0: he was in uh, the professional he was the bad guy in that and he was great right. in that. he was yeah there was the one with uh, christian slater the uh, tarantino written one that uh oh um um it, who's a great bad guy in that one too what's uh that called <sighs> um oh, it's not the radio one no shoot uh, patricia arquette christian slater Huh. It's a people uh, love this
2: movie. It's like a cult classic-y kind of. It is. It's kinda, almost.
0: It's like right? Pulp Fiction light. Yeah. Bro- um,
1: broken back monkey. No. Broken room. It up right now. I. So Gary Oldman also in this. He he says in interviews uh, that true romance. Did, ah, true romance. That's yeah. it. You know something okay. romance. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Yeah. Gary Oldman said that he did this as basically uh, as payback for another film uh, that he was working on that that got him. They got him that film, so he basically did this role. He hated the role, really. Uh, but, yeah, according to interviews.
2: I don't know. He always seems he seems pretty down to clown to me. I mean, right. now he's you know he's a big deal now with his Oscar and his whatnot, but
1: his Oscar sitting around with his Oscar. Have you seen me? Yeah, I'm
2: Gary Oldman. I haven't yeah, I'm Gary well. Oldman I, I played the freaking uh, British Prime Minister of uh, Fatty McGee or whatever his name was. <laughs> what was his yeah. name? I can't think of his name. Winston, Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> it, it was just wasn't coming.
1: It was not going to come out of my brain. All right, I thought, I thought I was. Hey, did you know that uh, both? Uh, I just thought about this. Gary Oldman and Bruce Willis, both in Friends.
2: Oh yeah, that's oh, right. Oh yeah,
1: right. That's a good point. He was this. Gary Oldman was the spitting actor.
2: Yeah, he yeah. was, right. he was spit, right. spit. and he
1: was drunk a lot or something. Is my memory? Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then
4: yeah. Bruce. That's still a thing, by the way. What? No, friends, friends
0: ended several years ago. <laughs> All right, good to know it ended
4: in 2004 acting oh do you mean like people come in
2: like stunt casting like that like
4: like nowadays do the biggest like five tv shows on tv get to have the biggest superstars of film for an episode or is did that only happen then
2: well big bang theory had a bunch of crossover but it was always nerd shit Um, right trying to think who uh what other show? I mean, would be well like you had that?
0: your Bob Newhart and I mean, yeah, you had, you know, Stephen Hawking and Elon Musk and, and folks like that. But you'd had some uh, some people like uh trying to remember what Star Trek folks were on, Big Bang.
2: There were a few. You had Wesley on there. Yeah. Um Oh right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Will Wheaton. But I but I'm trying to think of another show that's a little more mainstream, like um
4: Yeah, and I'm really talking about the superstars, like the people who are a list superstars of film. Yeah sort of going to hang out with these famous friends you know now that they're in their fifth season and making a million dollars an episode which happened a
2: lot like brad pitt was on there well that's how he met jennifer aniston but yeah you had brad pitt on there you had all these other names we've mentioned like the friends was always churning that stuff through
0: yeah right um you had a little crossover with clooney and uh noah wiley uh for an episode oh the right. right they're playing almost almost playing their oh, er yeah. characters but not yeah. quite yeah. basically
4: yeah. here's the deal i'm i'm still a kid i'm gonna always be a 12 year old the rest of my life who was so freaking entertained that the animated harlem globetrotters showed up on the animated <laughs> scooby-doo yeah and i don't know why that works on me but it does you can entertain me with stunts
2: yeah i am I, I don't think i'm that different in fact it's funny you bring up the harlem Glo- Globetrotters. i like i like the gilligan's island episode where they show up i like yeah. literally they literally play basketball with those guys in the dirt right on an, on an episode <laughs> of gilligan's island which is super that's the one where terrible. they uh,
0: that's one where they almost get off the island yeah probably actually well, i think that's the one where they actually do get off the island that was one of the made for tv movies and um you know, that i think they do Get off yeah. the island because of the Harlem and they, of that one. they do absolutely, and then they <laughs> and then
1: they actually. Uh, then, then they, they get go back, back on the island. Or yeah, something. they go back yeah. because they're it. They they realize that they're fish out of water. But listen, now. how stupid!
2: Just listen how stupid that statement is. How dumb it yeah. sounds. They right. they finally get off the island because the Harlem Globetrotters helped them get off.
0: <laughs> well, and even better that you know they they end up back on the you know they end up back on the island too. Yeah, that's so dumb.
2: Oh my gosh! All right, yeah. I was playing sounds and I totally forgot. Here's a cool. How
1: come we have not seen oh. a
2: Gilligan's Island movie? Because uh, it would you
0: you know what they should do they oh. should do it all dirty
2: like the uh, like the Twenty One Jump Street and the uh...
0: because Michael Sarah hasn't signed on
1: yet. <laughs> I, would, I would totally. Well, I you like can do you can like do him, that other kid. A doubt. What about
0: What about the kid uh a kid,
2: Justin Long? No.
0: Uh,
2: oh, He would also Lung be a little too gilligan. old. Yeah, he's uh, almost a little too
0: old now to do it.
2: Justin Long's a really good call though. Um but the one I'm thinking of is uh your your Facebook guy, um uh Zombie Land oh, uh, like uh Eisenberg. Eisen, Just Jesse Eisenberg, Eisenberg yeah. could do it probably.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> he'd be like a maniacal gilligan Like he'd be Which is fine. Is it? Yeah. Is it fine? I, I would like a. I'd like a resistant Gilligan. Like he doesn't want to be the Gilligan. Like God, Gilligan. Really, want to cast series, this whole it. movie now?
0: Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, <me laughs> this is never going to happen. There's no way they make this. You know, Zedd Z- would have to Zachary, be. Uh, Zachary Levi. have to be your howl. Yeah. Zachary Levi is too big. He's, want, he's a big
4: him buff. Him a gun. Gun. He is now. Back when yeah. he was Chuck, he wasn't a buff no, thing. It's too
0: late. It's too late to get a, a, a Gilligan-sized Zachary Levi.
4: How about his uh how about his co-star in Chuck? Uh Josh Gomez, the oh, the guy who, the who played Morgan guy. in Chuck? I don't think He's anyone one, remembers him. I don't think pretty he... much every brunette dude who is like relatively thin and funny could play Gilligan. Gilligan is not hard. Yeah. It's all the other characters that are hard. Yeah.
2: I'm trying to think who you'd put in there for uh
4: i don't know uh, I, I think seth mcfarland uh, should
2: put this together the skipper should be, be the skipper should be oh, will sasso there's your there's your skipper uh,
0: that's pretty good right. that's pretty good
2: mm. um your uh your two ladies your
0: your marianne yeah. and ginger Ginger and marianne yep that should be well one has got to be uh tessa thompson yeah tessa... a little bit of, gilligan's island needs a little bit of diversity they yeah. didn't see and she, uh, and a and black person be a... until the harlem club trotters showed up <laughs> Well, she how did how no about, you're right she'd be perfect for mariam
2: but you need that lady from mad men to be ginger what's her
4: name how about this is oh, a jordan oh, peele movie uh uh hendrix yeah, yeah
2: yeah a jordan peele movie where everyone's is recast a, as black okay
4: every and they're all trapped on a freaking island oh think about gosh. it it's
2: perfect for jordan peele go full <laughs> horror movie with this okay i'm in let's do it hollywood you just do it
0: as a 30 as a 60 minute uh, twilight zone episode we'd be happy <laughs> That's true it'd be fine. Um, All right. Here's
2: more. Here's a cool robot voice. Priest, you and those before you have served us well. So cool, dude. That is really cool. Here's another one.
3: In three hundred years, when evil returns, so shall we.
1: That's so badass. So this is like the third movie in the last couple of months that has featured uh, those ancient priests who are you know priesthood who are were enlisted to protect something right mm-hmm. and it's usually with the desert because we we saw this in uh was it stargate which, oh the, which, mummy? Which, the mummy the mummy mummy it was the mummy Did and then stargate movie have it? movie too stargate prior to that
2: um not stargate, stargate? um no yeah. not really i don't think stargate kind of had a
3: but i've seen this theme a lot but this I- yeah this bit.
2: idea of an ancient order whose job it is to to protect right. whatever the stone or thing is object is yeah totally mm-hmm. um I'm trying to think. it You're right. We've seen some other third thing, and I can't think of what it is. It'll it'll come to us. Here's yeah. a laugh uh, that I like.
3: <laughs> All
2: right, there you go. Oh, that's the that's the hallway dude. That's the mugger. that's the mugger trying to figure out his gun. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Give me
2: to me, he ranks up there with pay- uh, you ever seen Paper guy from Waterworld. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm
0: amazed you didn't make a gif, uh, animated gif of that dude doing his little hallway dance. I know. I should have. I, could... I
4: looked some up. Our previous topic. I looked okay.
0: them up. Yeah. So
4: Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade has oh, the Brotherhood right. of the Cruciform Sword.
3: Right. You an chosen wisely. Those guys. The... Gosh dang yeah.
4: it. So uh, the mummy we just saw the mummy yeah, has we just the talked about
2: that. Yeah. Get the Magi, and
4: uh, another example is Battle for Terra. Have we seen Battle for Terra?
2: No, no, but we should. Should we? Yeah, <laughs> I've never really. even heard of that have, Battle for Terra. I don't know what that is.
4: Yeah, it's okay. So it's a CGI. I saw Battle it, for Tata.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, how'd that one turn out? Who won that? Tasty. Oh, it was okay. a tasty
0: Battle Fritata. Wow.
2: <laughs> battle in your colon. No kidding. Oh, I love a good fritata though. Uh, here's Ian Holm taking a dive, I think. What's this? Yeah, he takes a dive. Oh, right. He just (laughs) (laughs) figured out what it (laughs) was. And then fell backwards. (laughs) He's also great in this. He's great in this.
4: Yeah. Why do people keep falling in this movie? So much. Oxygen oxygen is low. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oxygen is low in the future.
2: Yeah, we've we've depleted our oxygen supply greatly. So if you're at all If you're having it all a moment, you're going to going to knock yourself right out. out. Or if you're in a all fridge, right. you're going to literally look dead and then show up later again. <laughs> uh here's Lilu laughing.
3: <laughs>
1: oh my gosh. That's my work laugh right there. That's that is. It's
0: your it's work like laugh. It's like Elmer Fudd sitting on a blender.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: your work laugh. I love this idea of Hey Dunaway, yeah. uh you hear the one about the monkey and the three ghosts and you're like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's funny.
2: Yeah, <laughs> nice. Now leave me alone. Let me get my work done. All right. Here's a uh, uh, Gary Oldman being funky.
3: What's wrong with me? I try to serve life, <laughs> but you only seem to want to destroy it. Oh, father, you're so wrong. Let me explain.
2: A little ASMR with the lip smacking. You know? yeah.
1: let, me, let me show you my collection of Roombats. <laughs>
3: and, uh, Roombats. <laughs> Roombats. <laughs>
4: Look at that. He predicted. Luke Besson predicted the Roomba yeah. too. He yeah. did.
3: Yeah. Oh my gosh, he totally
2: did. <laughs> Only
4: by a couple of years. Roomba's yeah. been around.
2: Oh, I know what I was going to tell you guys. I almost. Oh my gosh, I just it just hit me. The thing I forgot earlier. It did, yeah. Thank um, goodness. Adam Savage made a perfect one to one replica of that gun. You've got to go watch oh, that really? build on YouTube. It is and yeah. freaking tastic like it is i've never seen a more accurate uh, attention uh, to detail than that gu- whatever that thing's called it had a name but that weird... Zorg
0: 5000 or whatever it was yeah, yeah
2: it's so cool and it's got every detail including like how it can fold out and do all kinds of weird it doesn't actually shoot any bullets as far as i know but that's cool really like rad my replay yeah. then too bad uh here, here's this line i am a meat
1: popsicle that made me laugh <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so uncomfortable. It's like, did he improv that? Mm-hmm. He... It sounded like it.
0: <laughs> Apparently, he did improv the line uh Lady, I only speak two languages English and yeah. bad English. Yeah.
2: yeah. Which is pretty good. It sounds like Bruce Willis. Yeah. Very yeah. yeah. Bruce Willis. All right. Here's a. I wrote, She is great in this. I don't remember what it was.
4: Lilu Dallas
3: Multipass. Yeah. Multipass. Lilo,
2: uh, multipass. She knows it's Multipass. Lilu Dallas, my wife. We're newlyweds. Just met. Multi-pass.
4: You know how it is. Bump into each other. Sparks happen. Yeah, she knows it's a multi
0: pass. <laughs> channeling a little Andrew Dice clay there. She knows it's a multi pass.
4: Hey, oh, oh.
0: Oh.
2: <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, let's see. You want, what? I don't know what this is. You want some more? Oh. <laughs> the robot.
1: Oh, the, the robot who's the, the, yeah, yeah. the bartender. Yeah, the bartender robot. You want
2: some more? You, you like want some more? You want some more? You want some more? All right. <laughs> he barely gave him any out of his
1: little squirter. Yeah, and it wasn't even it wasn't alcohol. It was just more <laughs> spritz water, right? What was it? I don't know
2: what that was, but it was kind of yellowy. And this is <laughs> what I love oh. about it: the future's full of weird shit, and they don't explain it. It's great. Yeah. All Which right. Is here's how you
1: would feel if you were suddenly to show up at the future, and be like, "What is this crap?"
2: Now, do you think that Ruby Rod or this film had to pay any royalties <laughs> for the following thing I'm about to play? So here it
0: is. Oh, a rival Richie. Oh
2: think they had to pay for that
0: or I don't, don't know. I mean it's just it. enough to where you say, I think yeah. maybe he's doing it's, a little richie sampling. right there. Yeah. 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 Okay. We'll sampling. Right. Sure. <laughs> By the way, he's wearing a cubert on his head in that scene. Oh yeah.
2: yeah so t- <laughs> <laughs>
4: exactly,
0: yeah. Uh here's Ruby Rod again.
3: Ooh.
2: That's when he starts to get excited about
4: <laughs> I just love that the computer producer that's working with him for his live radio show changes his background sound so perfectly
2: mm-hmm. yeah. i assume it's a super ai or something yeah N- and not a dude uh here's a thing am i disturbing you oh yeah the yes, yes when you're disturbing Dr. you're definitely disturbing <laughs> me wow yes um i used he's so to polite, though. yeah he's very polite um i wrote used to love this in the fifth element i don't know what i meant Oh, that. Yeah, it's her weird, like, it's, it's she was singing like normal, but then it started to get T-pained a little bit or whatever. Right, yeah, yeah a little auto-tune. I uh, thought that was so stuff, cool. Which is amazing. I mean, it almost doesn't there's even sound a, like uh, a person. It's so cool.
0: There's a dude, uh, there's a YouTube video I should send you guys. Uh, let me find the name so people at home can find it. Uh, his name is Dimash Kudaibergen. And Kudaibergen. He has- he does a live version of most of the Divas' uh, song. Wow.
4: Really? Well, and the, like, and, with, and there's, like, the last 20 years of the internet have been people trying to recreate this song. Like, it's, there's yeah. a billion of them. I go for, I dig through YouTube for the worst attempts. <laughs> the, biggest, <laughs> the biggest failures of doing that song. I because, want to hear
0: those exactly. Yeah, right? yeah
4: we had them at the beginning of this episode, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: I want to hear those now. That sounds great. Yeah. All right. Here's Ruby Rod freaking out.
0: I don't feel right. I don't feel right, Kobe. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I think he's. Oh, this is where he screams. Ah! I like that one.
1: Oh, his bigger scream later on when he's. Ah! You know, hiding, yeah, I didn't record the, the later one. The, the other Ooh. one
2: had so much gunshot. I didn't decide not to get it, but yeah, he just screamed yeah. his head off in there. And then
4: also is, yeah. also. uh corbin sets the grenade for 10 seconds mm. and yeah. the, at the end of about 20 seconds <laughs> this when right. that scream is happening
0: yeah because yeah, because uh ruby Rudd says nine for like about you know 10 seconds on its own
3: nine. Yeah. the
2: timers the timer on that thing was dubious yes to yeah. be sure all right here's the final thing it's a,
3: it's a, it's a, it's a,
2: all right
4: <laughs> uh, I love Ian Home. <laughs> Wait, that was Ruby Rod. No, it was no, Ian Home. That was Yeah, it was Ian Holm. Holm. yeah, yeah okay. I
2: was talking because he saw the timer on the bomb and said that. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> He's the worst and then Ruby Rod does the. No, it can't be a bomb because if it was a bomb, the bomb detectors in there Don't go off. Can you hear the bomb detectors going off in this house? <laughs>
3: That's
0: all I can
2: ever think of too. Can you hear the words coming out of my mouth? Was that yeah. that was one of the Jackie Chan ones, right? It wasn't this. Yes. Okay. Rush hour, that Ray. was rush hour. For <laughs> some reason, I've got these guys so conflated. I always think of rush hour, but then I think of the Owen Shanghai Wilson Noon. Ones. I think of the Shanghai yeah. Noon, and I yeah. keep thinking that that movie is Owen Wilson and Ruby Rod hanging out doing stuff. Not Ruby Rod, but the um, Jackie Chan. Uh, no, um, the Jackie Chan's not in there at all in my right, head so it's just chris
0: tucker and owen wilson yes is what you're saying. yes <laughs> <laughs> which is obviously
2: totally wrong but i keep thinking that and i don't know why yeah hmm. all right uh there's that oh one final clip damn it oh that's will smith from a few weeks ago never mind uh that means <laughs> we we have uh, we're moving right into this here right here. The film side checklist goes a little like this: Ruby Rod gets better over time. Check. Turns out, I think it's all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiny Lister has crazy eyes. Check. Yeah. And finally, okay. Chick and other dude in the ice bucket. Check. Mm. Check. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's he's even Below more of the a loss. That guy. Auto-wash. All he did. All he did was just go, oh, don't push me in here," and that was his entire contribution. Right? <laughs> right yeah. It was crazy auto wash uh let's see star trek connection we got a few of them tommy tiny lister played president Lindbergh in this on enterprise he played clang in the episode broken bow uh sunita henry played the president's aide in the 2009 movie uh star trek movie played an alien starfleet doctor who accompanies winona kirk aboard the uss kelvin Uh, see her character helps deliver the infant james t kirk and then finally, John Neville, he was the uh, General, Sic- uh, S- what? G- G- General Stadert. G- Stadert. I don't General, know how you say his General name. General Skeeter? S-T-A-E-D-E-R-T. St- S- Stadert, I guess. or Stadert. Stadert. In TNG, he played Isaac Newton in the sixth episode, Descent, in 1993.
1: So. It's so, worth uh, stating for historical purposes. We just, saw the, we just saw the teaser for Picard. Oh, we right great. Now, we're, we're, right now, we're very excited Yeah. Oh,
4: yeah. We'll see. Yeah. We're we're, we're going through the seven stages. (laughs) That's right. right?
0: This is our happy stage. Yeah. By the way, today, the day we record this, is the uh, 42nd anniversary of the release of Star Wars. Star Wars? Oh, wow. 42 years ago today. May 25th. Wow. I see
1: your Star Trek trivia and give you a Star Wars (laughs) one.
2: I'll give you a Star Wars one. (laughs) Yes. No, that's great. And also, how old are we? Good Lord. Yeah. Don't like it. Don't like it. I like the movie, but don't like how much time has passed. All right. Sure. Uh, quick email. Or, no, no, sorry. Where are we here? I got to do the Twitter post. Twitter post. This is where, oh, soundtrack great. I'm all off here. Soundtrack great. I give it a WM for weird mix, but I don't mean that in a negative way. It, it was all great. It's all good.
4: Totally works. A
1: JW uh, just works.
4: Yep. It's uh, just It's just good. Like, there are so many tracks that I have listened to many many times while working or doing chores or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like this mm-hmm. is just a great score. I don't know how Eric Serra did it. I love that Luc Besson works with Eric Serra on other things, but this is the best of their collab.
2: I was looking mm-hmm. for Fifth Element soundtrack on Spotify or Apple Music and I don't see it.
0: Look look for it under the uh, Les Cinque Element. How do you spell that? Call. Uh French. Put it, yeah. With lots of accent marks. L-ex- 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 accent. I just put it in our Discord. It's uh C I N Q U I E M E and then element
4: is still spelled element. Okay. Well, but with a lot of accent. I was just I was just looking at my my uh, score collection. I actually have it in multiple folders. I I took the score and copied it and then removed certain things. Like so here's one that's most mostly chill, and then there's this other version of the fifth element score that loses other tracks and keeps the excited tracks
2: (laughs) oh weird there it is why is this not the why is there no english named version of this that's weird isn't it
0: yeah Uh, it is hmm. weird
2: i mean it's fine that it's french but this it was the fifth element (laughs) and then it had a french title why don't we have the fine that's funky very weird all right anyway twitter post this is where you guys sum it up in 280 characters or less Let's start with Randy Jordan.
4: The fifth element. Luke Besson's masterpiece of silliness includes guys dancing a jig right outside your door, unexplained fluids on your forehead, and women who pull a gun on you when you try to kiss them.
3: Just, Just like, like Saturday
4: like it. night at Ibiza. I, I, um, I
0: saw that one coming.
2: As soon as you said un- yeah, un- not- un- un- unidentified liquids on your head, I knew we were
0: going exactly. there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah by the way we didn't be talking about that little me too moment of uh oh uh, this this woman you just met in your cab is passed out on the couch i'm gonna just yeah. go and try and kiss her while she's passed out yeah that,
2: that that bummed me out a little i was like oh wait a minute why, why yeah. you, don't I'm, do
0: that
3: don't do but that yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but i do like I, that she got put I, the I felt, gun to his I head felt, and con- get, almost I felt killed conflicted. him yeah. i felt conflicted because yes absolutely uh this is harassment uh as a as those commercials state uh mm-hmm. but i also was like yeah, but, you know, when somebody asks you to wake somebody up, you got a couple of choices, throw some water on them, or go for the cinematic <laughs> classic,
4: kiss her. You've mm-hmm. got a couple of choices. Eh, might right. not be the right way. <laughs> yeah, right. maybe I, not that I liked I liked how it was portrayed. She's strong, and he's apologetic. Oh, I yes, shouldn't have done kiss. that. Shouldn't have exactly. done that. That was, done? that was all right.
2: Yeah, the way it resolved is great. And finding yeah. out what she, what, the, what she said in her language after was great. Right. Never yeah. without my permission. Yeah, never yeah. without my permission yeah. Yeah. is pretty great. And that gun, you know, her gunplay was pretty solid there and stuff. But just a side note, those commercials that you were talking about, Dunaway, that they've yeah. been running yeah. lately, this is harassment. they yeah. make me so uncomfortable. And I know that's yeah. the point. That's the point, right? You're, they're supposed right. to be uncomfortable. But yep. gosh dang it, it's hard to watch those.
3: They oh. They
1: are. And they make you feel like such a voyeur because they always do it from a voyeur perspective.
2: Yeah, it's over like behind the garbage can in the office or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, like some yeah, I'll tell you what's harassment. Me me peeping at you people. Yeah. Like, like doing some, intimate things.
2: Like uh freaking, you know, Eddie from IT is hiding in the bin over there. <laughs> right. I don't like him. Right. I know that's the point Is I'm not supposed to like him, but man. Woo. Right. All right. Uh sorry.
1: Brian Dunaway, your turn. Oh, The Fifth Element. Listen, lady, only watch two types of movies. This movie and bad movies. Hashtag movie pass.
2: <laughs>
3: movie
1: pass.
2: Oh, they missed, and there could be a good uh, advertising opportunity there that they missed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why they failed right there. Uh, finally, Brian Ibbett.
0: The fifth element Corbin's mom's a little irritating and Ruby rod is kind of over the top, but the rest of the movie is so good. I'm willing to give each of those a pass. Multiple passes. She knows it's multiple passes. (laughs) Multi pass.
2: It's multiple passes. (laughs) (laughs) Bada
0: boom, bada big, big bada (laughs) boom, bada bing.
2: All right. Well done, everybody that leads us uh, directly down a path of which there is no return. Um, here we go. Couldn't find it. Uh, alternate titles just handed to me: "Porn Tube" because you know they were doing mm. it in that tube, so oh, that really like sure. porn yeah. tube. Uh, and the other title was almost almost called "Overplayed Shitty Angry G- uh, Mom Call Joke," but it was too long. <laughs> oh, so
1: yeah, yeah. Bruce Willis was like forty-one at this point. I I would expect that to be something that you know a twenty-year-old. Would experience, you know, or at, at the least have old. it
0: sound like an actual older mother, not some it's, 20 year old. It's the Wallowitz, the Howard Wallowitz. If we're yeah, talking about Big Bang it Theory, it's the Howard. At least she sounds old, you know, like yeah, right. This what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Oh, and I had her name in front of me. Oh, well, darn it. She's uncredited, but uh, there was a little research, uh, dug it up, and this is the only thing she's ever really done. Yeah,
2: they hired her for just this. That yep. must be fun to show the kids and you know friends and whatever. <laughs> so I guess I don't I don't want to take that away from him, I suppose. Uh, right. All right, quick email here from a listener named Dan who wrote into the show and says uh, he's used this email address. It's super easy to use. Everybody filmsack at gmail dot com. He says, "Hey sackers, I know your list of films is long, but you haven't talked about Stanley Kubrick aside from Full Metal Jacket. Oh. I, be- I beg you and. to consider what else did we see? Oh, oh, The Shining. The Shining. The Shining. Yeah, 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 that's right." Yeah. I beg you to consider his morally complex A Clockwork Orange. It's on Netflix right now, and sure, it may be a bit extreme versus other films you tend to watch, but I'd love to hear your film sack take on this controversial classic. Love the show. Happy 10-year
0: anniversary, Dan. (laughs) Dan. Yet another movie that I thought we'd done already, but I guess we haven't. (laughs) No, we haven't. I would love to watch
1: A Clockwork Orange. I've seen it before. I saw
0: it it when I was
2: very young. I don't have much memory of it except for the eyes being propped open. That's all I remember.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, It is a a slow... It is a it is the 1970s movie, man, and it is and it's a Kubrick, so it is a slow 69, ride, isn't it? Is it? Is I think
2: it's 69 is the year.
1: 71 is when it was released. Was it? Yeah, okay, that, that's it was... yeah, the film film adaptation. Oh, 71.
2: Mm. Well, maybe I'm th- maybe it's the book i was thinking of. The book might be right. 60 Oh, you're right. It is 71. Weird. I, for the life of me, I thought that was 1969. Anyway,
1: uh, I would do that. Yeah, if that's streaming, I think it's a great one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I think Randy actually mentioned it, didn't you, Randy? Probably. Like I, I possibilities. It, it, it may be on
4: our list. I, I'm not right. looking at our list right now, but it may be there. Like it's, it, it's. I mean, sure. I, 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 <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll watch <laughs> anything.
1: Mm. I mean, it seems right, like this sure. uh, two-hour and 16-minute film. We'll take a look at that.
0: It is not in our film sad list, and Aww. it's not in our must-see list. But I'm tacking it on the end of our current. Uh, uh to-do list i have interest right. i okay. have interest
1: we'll see it at some point it's yeah. a tough watch now i'm not gonna lie to oh you. no a of good course movie. it is yeah, yeah and it's it's at oh, the time
2: very controversial stuff in 71 like this was a it's big not, deal with, it's uh, not
1: fun like the fifth element right with sensitive issues this
2: is a dark future that they depict mm-hmm. here also malcolm mcdowell is so young in 71 yeah, right that's so young. really weird yeah. to see him in that way Anyway, so that's the thing. Watch. uh, Maybe that'll come up. We'll see. Uh, Thanks, Dan. If you have your own suggestions out there, listeners, or any other thoughts, questions, feelings you want to share, filmsack at gmail.com. Our next film will be, Randy.
4: The man in the iron mask. Who is not uh, Tony Stark. No. (laughs) It will
2: be, uh, that's a uh, uh,
1: DiCaprio DiCaprio deal. Gilbert Grapes. Yeah,
2: it's Gilbert. Who ate Gilbert's grape? is uh yep. right around that era um but also if memory serves and this is just me i'm not looking at anything here you guys tell me if i'm right jeremy irons in this
0: yeah the man in the jeremy irons mask okay and
2: then you got your um uh i think i've got this part wrong but is oliver platt in it
4: <laughs> no okay. no that's the three, three musketeers. musketeers Okay, the
1: movie which feels like it right now this one has uh, malkovich yeah. Uh, and then Gerard Depardieu. Oh, He likes right. pavement Right,
0: right. Yeah. He does. He really <laughs> like does. right down the aisle. Yep.
1: <laughs> that guy's so jacked up. If, if you didn't get enough French this week, we got more French for you next week. Yeah. And Peter Sarsgaard. Oh, Peter Sarsgaard.
0: Peter Sarsgaard and, and Hugh Laurie.
2: Oh, does he? Uh, I don't remember Hugh Laurie. What accent that? does oh, he? Oh, the done. King's
1: advisor. Yeah, right. Um, he chases a little mouse. Did you say he's the pizza visor? Yeah, he's the pizza advisor. We need pineapple. <laughs> no, spare King's he's the King's Advisor. Oh,
2: King's Advisor. the way I think you got talked he over. Where's a, a pizza visor? Pizza Visor. visor.
0: <laughs>
2: I would I would wear a pizza visor. would be fine. <laughs> anyway, that's uh next week on FilmSack. The man in the iron mask. Join us then. In the meantime, go to filmsack.com. That's our website. And uh, leave us voicemails if you want, 801 471 You can, uh, like, email us again, like I said already, about five times. I'll say it one more time. filmsack at gmail.com. And you can find us on Twitter at filmsack. Leave us reviews wherever you get your podcast. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Multipath. <laughs> we'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at (laughs) frogpants.com.
1: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part?